Previously on Monsters and Mean Guys. Ben? Ben, is that you? Hi, I'm Penelope. I was your lab partner. Hey, bud. Uh, my name's Flick. You, uh, you got any, you got any, got any interested in, in gambling on these amateur fights? Nobody needs to know. I'll put some money down. They're wearing, um, just a full kind of blank white mask with a diamond at the center of the forehead. Till death do us part. It's time to scuffle! Do you remember a certain die of power? It has just fallen out of wherever it was. Jinx. Ben, uh, your luck is at zero. However, so is Charlotte's. She slips. She is unconscious. Winner, Ben Hemoth! So it's about nine in the morning, and Christine's elderly neighbor, Mr. Winkles, has just finished making his breakfast, and is opening the his front door to start down the sidewalk and grab the paper. He waves hello to the morning joggers as they pass by, and he checks his mail. Nothing new for Mr. Winkles. He grabs his paper and is on his way inside, and he sees out of the corner of his eye a movement. He looks over, and it's Christine's house. Knowing no one should be home at the time, it's a school and a work day for that family, Mr. Winkles gives it a quick glance. Huh, he wondered to himself. I didn't know they had a cat. Ben, you're being walked into a room where you met near where you met at Penelope, but not quite that one, uh, where you were able to rest for a moment and potentially heal. There's a chair with the word healer written on it, and there's a glass case in the corner of the room with emergencies only written. Uh, inside you see some syringes. What do you do? Um, medic? Uh, is there a, is there a medic in here? Yeah, there's no one in there with you. They just threw you in. Alright, I check out the syringes. Are they, like, full of juice? You go to the, (laughs) uh, you go to the glass cabinet? Yeah. Inside, from what you can see, are ten syringes, uh, with a kind of black goop inside. Written on, they say uh, healing, uh, and beneath there are some potential. There are some side effects written. Uh, the potential side effects are depression, erectile dysfunction, erectile superfunction. Cats will become obsessed with you. Temporary magic purge, headache, and in rare cases, spiritual visions or extra limbs. Ooh! <laughs> oh my gosh! I like the extra limbs part. Arnold, what's your uh, what's your harm at right now? Uh, my harm is at. Yowzers, four. So I am unstable. Yeah, unstable and not much health left. So what do you do? Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm i going to grab one of the uh, syringes and chug-a-lug that baby into my bod. I don't think that's how syringes work. I want to be very... <laughs> yeah, are you, gonna, are you trying to drink the liquid from the syringe or are you going to stab it into yourself? <laughs> like a I am an EMT. I don't think that's how syringes work. Okay, Ben knows how syringes work. He's going to... Yeah, he's gonna shoot it up. He's gonna, 
He's going to juice. That's it. All right, OJ. <laughs> uh, you automatically either heal to full harm or become stable. You choose. I'll do, uh, I'll get stable. Okay, you're stabilized and you heal two harm. Okay, great. Can you mark somewhere that you've taken a syringe? A syringe of black ooze? Also, and this is unrelated, you feel prettier. Oh, oh how nice. Yeah, it just it's an all-around good thing. You feel like you're standing a little taller and a little stronger. Is there anything else that you want to do? You, um, you still feel like something's up. Something's up a little bit with your luck. Like, you feel unlucky, if there's a way to say that. Huh. Uh, no, I mean, I guess I'll just kind of, uh, like, take a seat. If there's a chair and kind of just chill, uh, recoup. Yeah, hang out for a minute. Uh, because in while you're doing all this, the next two fights are on their, well, next three fights, I guess, are on their way. Uh, and we cut back to the arena where the next fights start and end. Uh, they're quick fights. And Ben and Bill, you guys see a four-armed Goliath, uh, the question marks, who the referee referred to as the executioner, uh, slam a vampire into the ground hard enough to fracture their tooth. This meaning that the executioner <laughs> defeats Claudio. Fracture a tooth off, I should clarify yes like one of their long teeth flies off uh and then you see a ninja with a fiery aura leave a fist size indentions and cracks along the stone skin of a gargoyle meaning leo beats gabriel yes and you witness penelope the witch uh trap an anthropomorphic lizard inside of a bubble that causes him to pass out due to oxygen loss meaning penelope beats kalir yes cool hell yeah and now we're on our way to the semifinals, and there's a brief recess where Sloane... Actually, the side you're sitting on Sloane is where the losers and their parents or trainers are all gathering and sitting with you, near you. Not directly <laughs> with you, but definitely near you. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's like... So a gargoyle, a vampire, a changeling, a reptilian, and all their trainers. Um, to some of them look like the same species, some of them don't. Uh, actually, fun fact, good old Charlotte's uh, trainer, the changeling... Uh, the trainer that's with her is her stepdad, who is super supportive of her and is a human being um, and has a bad taste in his mouth from how rude Ben was. Uh, <laughs> other than that, you'd have to kind of see them. Uh, so, Bill, you're on the opposite side near Slick and a man in a mask. Nearby to you is a concession stand. Uh, and, Ben, uh, Bill, your phone just dinged about three times. Uh, ben, you're holding... You're in, you've been put from the healing room into the holding room for the fighters where you were earlier. And now you're only with the victors, Penelope, the executioner and the ninja. We have about 10 minutes until the next fight. Ben versus the executioner. Uh, Sloan, what do you do? So you're, uh, who is around you again is uh, there's a man, one man who's not necessarily with, uh, with a fighter. Who's just a, he's a man in a, a black suit with a cane, um, and there are also to all the trainers, to all the other people, what do you want to do? I'd like to talk to Charlotte and her stepdad. Okay. Uh, he is, you, you just walk up and to approach them and he is kind of, uh, he's kind of comforting Charlotte. She's not, she's not like too broken hearted. She's still got a, a small smile on her face. She knows that she's got his support. Uh, but she's a little, a little disheartened by the fight. Uh, and he's going, you'll get her, you'll get him next year, champ. Uh, I, so I walk up and I say, uh, excuse me, uh, Charlotte, right? 
Yes, sir. Who, who are you? Hi, my name's uh, Michael. I'm Ben's manager. I, uh, I, I wanted uh, to apologize on his behalf. I, I kind of saw some tension coming from him towards you, and uh, that was uh, not super sportsmanlike, but I just kind of wanted to apologize on his behalf and explain why. Oh, uh, okay. Go ahead. Well, uh, I, I won't really bother you with the details, but he's kind of only had one experience uh, before with fighting, and it was with it was with uh, some changelings who were under mind control at the time and did some very bad things to him and his friends, and uh, so he kind of has some pent up animosity, I think. Can you do me a favor and roll manipulate someone? Ooh, that's going to be a four. Ooh. Yikes. Go ahead and mark experience. Um, so the dad immediately, the stepdad kind of inter- steps or uh, kind of moves in between a little bit. And he says, oh, oh, okay. So that one bad experience gives your fighter a reason to treat my daughter here like a piece of garbage. No, no. It's, it sounds to me like you're justifying racism, man. And that's... no. Uh-uh. No, we're no, not, no, 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 no. We're not, not going to have that. No, no, no. Sir, sir, sir. I just want you to please... You're making her feel worse about herself just for who she is. I need you... Can you just leave us the hell alone? Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, and I'll just I'll just walk away. That was a rough roll. Oof. Mm. I'm so sorry. Um, Told by daddy. Stepdaddy. Uh, the, uh, the man... The man in the black suit, uh, he beckons you over. Okay, uh, I'll go. I'll go walk over towards him. How's it going? My name's uh. No, well, don't worry about my name. What uh? Which one's yours? Uh, the kid, the new kid. I don't know. There's a lot of new kids. This is kind of a new fighter kid every year. The the lizard? No, the lizard's got a trainer. The ninja? Ben, the uh, the scraggly twenty. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He's a good kid. He's got he's got heart. Hell of a fighter. Yeah, he's got some tenacity. Hey, what's your name? Michael. Michael. Pleasure to meet you, Michael. My name's Kamara. Uh, I'm actually here. I'm a, I'm a scout for a uh, certain big-name fighter. Really? Your guy, your guy shows potential. Where'd you pick him up? He, uh, he was on the run from a certain scientific organization. Hmm. That's interesting. That's, that's fun. I like it. That's, that's some good information. See, I picked a. Oh, I haven't told you. I'm also I'm also managing a fighter myself, the big uh, four armed guy, the executioner. Ah, uh, the executioner. Yeah. I picked him up in uh, up in New England. He's a hell of a fighter. He looks like it. Uh, and while you're having this conversation, you, your eyes kind of go to the stage a little bit, and you notice out of the corner of your eye a twenty sided die lying right next to a broken long sharp tooth. Oof. What do you want to do? I'm going to give it like a couple more. I'll give it a couple more seconds just to see if uh, Kamara has anything else to talk to me about. And uh, so I'll ask him. Um, so you're here looking for uh, looking for new recruits or looking for uh, teammates for this other fighter you manage? I work. Uh, he's more to weed out the weaker ones. I'm looking for new people to fight in this tournament uh, for my boss. And my bo- uh, Yeah, you wouldn't know him. He's a guy... In- He's a he's kind of a rock guy, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm looking for. 
I'm looking to see who's the best here. Well, uh, I think Ben has some, uh, some pleasant surprises for you in store. Well, he's fighting up against my boy next, so I guess we'll see, right? Let's hope so. Either way, it should be a good fight. <laughs> and he, uh, he offers to shake your hand. I shake his hand. He has a glove on it, but it feels more malleable than it should be for a hand. Okay. So uh, I'll shake his hand and uh, just say, um, it's been nice talking to you. If, uh, if you'll excuse me, I need to run to the restroom real quick. And um, I'll just walk away and go pick the dice up and then walk away to the restroom. Tight, yeah. Uh, so you, you make it to the restroom. And uh, as you enter the restroom, you do whatever you're going to do. You exit and just in time to hear... Um, oh, do you want to do anything in the restroom? Yeah, when I get to the restroom... Uh, I, I need to take stock of what's in my pocket dimension. Actually, we're going to cut back to that. Okay. Uh, that well, good because that's what you and I need to discuss. Yeah, so we'll, yeah, we'll not, n- nothing major, but there's some fine tuning things. Please. I'm already excited. Uh, we'll cut back to that then. Uh, Bill, um, this is going to mm. be an interesting one cause I'm going to have to text you some things. Uh, okay. So you're sitting over there. You just got a, um, you just got three dings in your phone. Someone, there's not many people sitting near you. Uh, one of the only ones is a man in a mask and you are somewhere near the concession stand. Um, and, uh, you, yeah, three dings from your phone. Do you want to check it? Yes. Oh, Bill, I have information on the big tournament. It's a cover up for a cult called the Ark, a group that is planning for an extinction level event trap. They have been collecting the victors and losers for years and preparing. You can get in to find out more if you know the code. The code. Uh, and then you receive a fourth text. They wear masks. A pop brooch on me, and if they spay until death do us part, respond with reunited at the Ark. Huh. A cult. Okay. What do you do, big guy? I have to find Ben. I have to find Ben. I have to find Sloan. I have to find Charlotte. Uh, at this point, um, why do you need to find Charlotte? Hold up. What? Christine? And Christine. I need to find everybody. Oh, that's... You're being <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, Sloan at this point is still talking to Camara. Um... Actually, no, you, you just heard him get a little, uh, get yelled at by this short, uh, human guy. Ben is nowhere to be seen, uh, but as you look for him, you do see a man with a mask sitting and watching, uh, the arena, like, silently waiting. Can I read a bad situation on him? Sure. What exactly are you looking for before you roll? Just kind of a, a few, can, uh, just a general feel for him. Is he a... Do I get a good I feel for him? Is he part of the cult? Like, yeah. Okay, go ahead and go ahead and read a bad situation. Plus sharp. Ooh, three. All right, go ahead and mark experience. Uh, and as you look at this guy, you see him as entirely non-threatening and unimportant. Okay. Well. Can I still run over to Mike, uh, Michael at least, and let him know about this information that I just found out about? Sloan, you just sauntered off into the bathroom. Uh, 
Uh, and Bill, freaking out, sweating a little bit, looks around and stumbles his way into the bathroom behind you, making it very obvious that uh, he saw a man go in and is following that man. And now you guys are alone <laughs> in the bathroom. Michael, I just received some information. You need to look at this. I think Ben might be in danger. Oh, okay. Look. Uh, I'll read through the text messages. Oof. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Big we need, oof. We need to get him out of here. Uh, oh, man. Did you get the code? Reunited at the Ark. I'm a little curious, I'll be honest. As you guys are talking, uh, you hear a ringing of the bells. And we cut to Ben. Ben, you are currently inside the room with the other victorious fighters. Basically, you have an opportunity to chant to chat with any of them. Uh, Penelope, the Executioner, or Leo. What do you do? Hey, hey, Penelope. Hey, Ben. Ben. Hold up. Some, something's off about you. And she looks at you for a second and then makes a, a sigil with her hands and uh, kind of wipes across your face. And the effects of Jinx are gone. There we go. And you feel whoa, luckier, whoa. and now, uh, Ben, mechanically, you have access to your luck again. Whoa, what did you just do? I feel good. I, uh, something something was off with you, so I, I just cleansed you a little bit. It's no biggie. Oh, thanks. Anyway, what's up, um. Ben? Uh, I, I, I saw you fight a little bit out there, and it was pretty awesome. Thank, thanks for noticing. Yeah, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, like, if you'd want to fight sometime or something. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> uh, ben, roll, just roll two dice. Is there a category for flirt game? There's not. That's an eight. Um, sure, Ben. Yeah, we can we can fight uh fight whenever whenever you're feeling. Uh, I'm always down for a good spar sesh. And after that, she gives you a, a, the faintest bit of a smile, and then kind of gets focused into her book, the book that she's reading. Cool. Now, uh, now I want to look over to the executioner. Hey, you. He, um, he is hulking and standing still, not responding to any anything you say. Hey, Executioner, are you ready? Are you getting closer to him? I uh, know, I'm just, I'm still, I'm still, like, uh, staying where I am, but, but I just want to talk some smack to him. Ooh. Oh. He, uh, <laughs> he... I don't know if you remember his design as thoroughly, but he does. He's called the executioner partially because he has an executioner's mask on, meaning you cannot make out any kinds of anything in his face. Uh, but for a second, you feel him. You feel his head turn slightly towards you. It's still, and then it goes back, and he's standing straight, immobile. Uh, ben, for a hot second, you feel like an air of familiarity around him, and you can't quite explain it. Huh. Uh, what do you do? I'll see you out on the floor. He does nothing. Huh. Then I just kind of sit back and just uh just, just get ready. Wait. Get ready for the fight, I guess. Fantastic. Ben, you hear a ringing of the bells. It's scuffling time, boys. 
Mm. All right. Ben, you enter the arena, uh, and guided by the referee and all the and the other fighters, and they're coming to watch you fight. Um, and uh, you're now standing in one of the corners of the ropes, which uh, I just remember these are uh, makeshift ropes. And at the other is the daunting four-armed Hulk in an executioner's mask that you just tried to ooh, chat with, which is fun that you tried to chat with him, but not the very nice, very kind Charlotte. Uh, and he stands immobile. The ref calls you both to the center and beckons you to shake hands. He moves slowly and heavily and raises one of his... Uh, lower right arms so his lower right arm do you shake his hand okay yeah i i take it and like grip it hella hard he uh no matter how hard you grip it doesn't seem to be giving any like if you were squeezing a rock (laughs) is this the simile i can think of um and he he shakes up once down once he's not gripping hard he's just gripping firm and then he releases almost mechanically and he walks back to the other corner. Uh, the referee does the call. Uh, let's get ready to scuffle. I don't remember what I said last time, but it's something with scuffle. Uh, and the ref leaves. Uh, and you, Ben Hemoth, are facing the executioner standing still in front of you. What do you do? I'm going to sprint up to him and punch him in the gut as hard as I can. Why? <laughs> Roll kick some ass. A 9 plus 1, 10. Nice job, Ben 10. So yeah, you succeed. Uh, what do you want your 10 plus um, effect to be? I want to do uh, inflict terrible harm. Plus 1 harm. Plus 1 harm, okay. I want to show him who's the freaking boss. You're going to do 3 harm with this punch, because you're just going to run up. He's not moving. He's not moving to guard. He's not doing anything. You're going to run up, and you're going to punch him as hard as you can in the gut. You do it, and... Uh, you feel like your muscle pulse a little bigger than it should be as you hit him. Uh, and you see like the slightest bit of hair coming out. He doesn't flinch or move, but you feel his, uh, his abdominals start to like give in a little bit. Uh, you also take one harm because it did. You hit something that is very, very stiff and your hand now hurts a little bit. Ouchie. <laughs> ben, do you say ouchie? No. <laughs> No, Ben. Ben's feeling really confident. Ben's feeling really confident in this moment. All right, go ahead and uh, do something else. Well, how how big is this dude? Like, can I reach his face? Can I punch his face? <laughs> You'll have to jump to hit his face. Okay. Well, I just want to keep pummeling his like his stomach. Uh, go ahead and roll, kick some ass. Uh, six plus one seven. Alrighty. Uh, so you get about two or three more punches in. They're not, they're quicker, but they're not as hard doing about another one harm. And while you're in the, while you're just speeding up this flurry, two of his lower hands grab you, uh, by the arms and his, uh, one of his upper ones grabs you by the head, lifts you and tosses you to the other side of the ring. And you slide into the corner, taking another damage. Oh crap. Uh, (laughs) and Bill and Sloan, you guys are in the bathroom and you just heard the bells ring. Did you guys come out and watch? What did you do? I wanted to come out and watch. Bill, go watch the fights. I gotta do something really quick. And then uh, give me two minutes. Do what you have to do. I'll keep Ben safe. Alright. Uh, Bill, when you go out there you and the, you see this kind of fight starting off, uh, something you notice is that 
the executioner is acting very similar to how he did in the last fight before he slammed a vampire so hard that he broke what made them a vampire. Um, and Sloan, what are you doing in the bathroom? Let's talk. Okay, so I, I need to cover with you a quick inventory of stuff that we know for sure is in my pocket dimension. Please, let's go for it. Okay, so Ashfang, definitely in there. Absolutely. My Beretta M9, definitely in there. That, yes. that was established previously. Yes. Some other basic small items that I tend to keep in there. Um, so, like, a small little, like, survival kit. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it'd, be like, it'd be like a first aid kit, but with, like, a little Ziploc bag, matches, flint, some stuff like that. Yeah. Um, some bandages, antiseptic, like, an extra pair of socks, pocket knife, and I guess really that's it. So, I'm basically, I'm taking stock... And then the other thing that I'm going to quickly pop out of my pocket dimension is like a little stone tablet. So what's what's inscribed on the stone tablet is split into two halves. And so a way that a follower of Asgaroth or one of the other Ashari uh, would like notify themselves to another follower is by saying the first half. And then the other person would respond with the second half. If they don't respond with the second half, they don't know it, then they're not a follower. And I'm going to quickly read over that. I'm going to quickly read over that. And I'm going to say, okay. And then I'm going to walk out of the bathroom. Got it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and you walk out and you join... um... And uh, I think alongside that, you've also did you put the you put the die back in the pocket dimension. Yes. Okay, the die is back there. Cool. Uh, so you get back out there. Right? Do you sit in the same place, Sloan? Uh, no, I'm gonna be sitting with Bill, or I'm gonna be sitting on the same side of the bleachers as Bill, but not directly next to him. Yeah, is he closer to the edge so that like if I walk past him, I can like kind of whisper something so that he might hear it. I I feel my. I actually feel myself standing more towards the top, kind of in the over, in like the, I guess, quote unquote, rain shelter area, standing so I can move fast instead of having to get out of my seat and whatnot. Okay, um, I'll walk about halfway up and then make eye contact with Bill and mouth the words, be ready. And then I'll just go take my seat. When he mouths those words, I reach into one of my gun holsters and just keep a grip on my uh, nine millimeter, uh, and then I'm gonna go. I'm, I wanted to go sit by the uh, other guy, the masked guy again. As you go to sit down, Sloane, something feels a little off. Not about the masked guy, not about uh, any of that that's happening. But you see the other fighters sitting down, and you had picked up on it a little bit in the fight before. You sense a dark aura around the uh, the ninja who is sitting down waiting to fight. Uh, like, you can sense some sort of malevolence around him. Back in the arena, Ben, you are, you have not taken any more harm, but you are at a disadvantage, yeah, you're at a disadvantage to the, uh, the exter- what is the name? The executioner. The executioner? Executioner. You are at a disadvantage to the executioner. Uh, he has you, you, he has you laid out on the ground in the center of the stage right now. And he is walking towards you heavily and slow, kind of stomping his way towards you. What do you do? Um, I quickly get to my feet, and uh, I just want to... 
I want to watch his movements and and take a more defensive uh tactic and uh just prepare for an incoming attack. Yeah, yeah. Re- read a bad situation. Uh that's a 10 plus 1 11. 11. You get to technically uh you get to ask me three questions if you want to. Uh you know the list but it's what's the best way in, what's the best way out. You don't really need those. Are there any dangers you haven't noticed that you're going to see of him? Uh, what's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to you? And how do you protect the victims? You're the victim. So uh, any of those you want to ask? Wait, what's most vulnerable? Yeah, what's most vulnerable to me? You haven't hit his head yet. And uh, you think you think that might be uh, something you can do. And you haven't seen him get hit in the head. Nothing seems to hit him up there. And he seems very defensive of it. His legs also seem a little bit weaker than the rest of him, and you think that you can knock him off balance if you sweep the legs just right, take him down, uh, and have a full-on move to also hit him in the head and see what you can do. All right, perfect. And and you you get a plus one if you act on any of these. Also, just throwing that out there. Uh, do you want to ask anything else? Awesome, good. Uh, yeah, my what's my best way in, like into uh into making a good successful move on him um so you see you see him approaching you and he thinks you can kind of sense that he thinks you're down this is going to be an easy hit so once he gets within range if you can just sweep your entire body into your entire body weight into his legs uh you think that's going to be your best shot is by tricking him and then knocking him on on his ass uh how do i put it playing dead i guess not sure. quite dead, but definitely playing weaker playing weaker than you are. Alright, great. With all of that observation, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow through with that plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna fake my you know, my harm. Even though I am beaten up bad, I'm gonna just really play it out on the floor. And then as soon as he gets within range, I'm gonna just launch myself at his legs. Just try to get him down. Okay, so I'm going to say that uh, there's no need to roll any deception because I think he already believed it. But go ahead and roll kicks, uh, kick some ass with a plus one. Ooh, that is a four plus one tough plus one. That's a Ooh. six total. Dang it. Wait, Arnold, don't you get to roll plus weird for kick some ass? I can. I don't have to, but I can. Since Since I already rolled, I'm not going to. No, that's um, fair. Uh, but, um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna use luck. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use my first luck. Ooh, baby. And uh, as, as the spooky, as I mark off luck boxes, oh boy, my dark side's needs will get nastier. Oh. So the keeper can ask me to do nasty things in accordance with my tags for my dark side which are secrets poor impulse control and hallucinations um oh this is something i don't think we've ever like really kind of done specifically but it says if i don't do it then my powers are unavailable until the end of the mystery or until you cave as as you mark (laughs) off luck boxes these requests will get bigger and nastier so basically Chaz, you yeah i'm giving you more power to uh make my dark side more uh demanding i guess that sounds fun i'm excited um yeah so here's what goes down and we're gonna have some fun with this uh you 
you go to sweep the legs and you can't quite hit it. He stiffens up his leg and he stops it. But what he's not prepared for is the full transformation that just comes into your legs. Ben, you don't necessarily feel the entirety of Behemoth coming into you, but you feel his strength in your legs. <sighs> and the rest of you is fairly normal. Ooh, look at them calf muscles. <laughs> and you you hit him hard enough to wipe him out, uh, doing a total of three damage, three harm. And he is laid out in front of you, and you have this split-second opportunity to get on top of him and give him one hell of a punch or a kick to the head. Uh, do you want to punch or kick him? Do you want to do anything to the head? What do you want to do to the head? Okay, well, I'm just going to I'm gonna get over him, like climb on top of him, and I'm going to pull the hood off of his head. Go ahead and roll plus sharp. Ah, uh, a five plus one, six. Yikes. You got a glimpse of what you saw underneath uh, before a red... Uh, a red light kind of pulled it back down. And Sloan, are you watching the fight? Yes. Okay, real quick, can you roll plus sharp for me? Yes. That's going to be a seven. Sloan, you, you're not quite sure that you see it, uh, but you see Chimera, the man you were interacting with, you see his arms and cane kind of moving in, not quite in sync with the, uh, with the executioner, but almost like preceding all of his movements. Ben, you feel this red light. Uh, you feel and see this red light off of the hood as it pulls itself back down, and the execution. And then you feel two arms grab you from behind and lift you up as the uh, executioner stands itself back up. Oh shit! Or Sloane, what do you do? Um. I'm going to make my way to the bleachers uh, behind Camara, and um, I- I'm gonna make my presence known. Like I'm not gonna try. I'm not trying to sneak up on him or anything, and uh, I'll just kind of stand behind him. You know, hands in my pocket, cheering. Like seems to be one heck of a fight, huh? He doesn't. He doesn't break eye contact with the stage, and you see, yeah, yeah, indeed it does. Uh, you got one hell of a boy here. Yeah, yeah, he's uh he's something special. And uh I just place a hand on his shoulder and I say let's keep him that way. We don't want any uh disturbances. Okay. Uh roll manipulate someone. Damn, that was hardcore. Uh it's going to be an 8. Okay. So, um they'll do it right now, but only if you do they'll do it, but you have to do something to show them that you mean it. Um, so he, uh, he kind of smirks and breaks his concentration for just a second on the stage. And you see, uh, the four-armed guy, uh, put, drop his arms to his side and drop Ben down. And the executioner, the mask wasn't quite on and it starts to slide off. And, uh, he looks back at you and he smiles. All right. And what are you going to do about it? Uh, ben, let's let's cut back to Ben for just a second. Because, Ben, you just got lifted up. And now you're just dropped and he's stagnant. You're not sure why. Uh, but the mask is slowly sliding off. Uh, you're close enough to the ropes that if you wanted to climb up them and do something to the head or the face, you could. Uh, I want to just pull the mask all the way off. 
Okay, so you're gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna see this like feat of acrobatic shit. Yeah, let's. You're say, gonna jump like, off the ropes and jump off the ropes. Pull you're gonna it off. fucking. What is it? Ah. Uh, you're gonna mantis him like in uh, like they did to Thanos in good old uh, Infinity War. You're just gonna get on top of him, legs on shoulders, and rip that hood off. Oh, I am so down for that. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing. Like wrapping around him with your behemoth legs, and uh, just yanking <laughs> it off. Um, and as this happens, this happens in a moment, Sloane, like in an instant that it, uh, and, uh, Chimera notices and he looks back at the stage and, um, he's still like, he's still engaged with you. So he's not a hundred percent on the stage, but what do you say? What do you do, Sloane? I'm going to use magic and, uh, basically I'm going to be creating a visual representation of my angel wings, which are like wings that are made out of white flames. Ooh. Yeah. And I just look him in the eyes and I say, "The blade of Asgaroth takes no quarter." Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll. Ro- go ahead and roll plus weird. I like this, and I almost want it to work. Roll it with a plus one. Uh, that's gonna be a twelve. Hell yeah, brother. Okay. Actually, it, technically, it'd be a thirteen since you gave me plus one. Nice. Yeah. So fuck yeah. So you, you're kind of like you're just you're prestidigitating some wings in front of him and like showing a visualization. And making yourself look like this big evil guy to intimidate to intimidate and like yeah. and finish off that manipulate someone. And he looks at you. He looks he looks at you for a second. There's not really fear in his eyes, more intrigue. And he breaks his concentration from the stage and he just he looks at you. And he reaches in his pocket and he hands you a card. Do you take it? Yeah, I take it. Uh, and as he hands it to you, he just disappears. Ooh. Spooky. Uh, and back on, back on stage, Ben, you have just ripped the executioner hood off of this man, and you see, well, man's the wrong phrase. They're more of a they, them. Because you see the exact person that you met all the way up in New England, in Sanctum, Maine. The combination of Silas and Mila, the four-armed amalgamation demigod. The Irish twins? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you see a mark on their forehead, and it kind of it fades away as uh as the forearm guy collapses to two knee or forearm person collapses to two knees and then is two separate people. Uh n- unconscious on the ground. And Ben, the referee, comes on stage onto the mat. And congratulates you. You just defeated the executioner. Uh, are are they okay? Are they unconscious? Yeah, they're just unconscious. They're breathing. The, the referee checked them. You know, this is a no-kill kind of place. Uh, but you, you've just won. Yeah, yay. But I'm more worried about them. I, I want to talk to them. I need to talk to them as soon as I can. You absolutely, you'll get a chance. You'll get walked off stage and the two of them... Uh, are carried and kind of there's a medic kind of making sure they can wake up and they're they're sitting them next to you um it, you're because you're not going into any other room before the final fights sloan you have a card that says the uh one admittance for a fighter into the butterfly arena ben you just sat down with silas and mila and bill i want to go with silas and mila i want to question them I want to use my uh, grifter powers and ask you a few questions of how to convince. Yeah. Uh, Sloan, do you want to join them too? No, I'm going to 
take up a position to uh, keep an eye on the ninja. Got it. So yeah, you're going to take a position to keep an eye on the ninja. You two are ta about to talk to these two, for at least Ben, two old friends at this point. We'd also love for you to join us on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. Just check out Monsters and Mean Guys, and I'm sure you'll find us. And use our hashtag, MMGCast. We love to hear what you guys have to say about our latest episodes, and we love just hearing from you guys. It's, it's such a wonderful thing to have an audience who loves listening to us. So please hit us up on social media. We'd love to hear from you. As always, our faithful music producer, Alex Hollibaugh, known as Downer on SoundCloud, is providing the sweet, sweet beats that are accompanying this incredible episode. Uh, his song that we're using right now is called In the Blink of an Eye, and I love how it feels with this whole fight, uh, with this whole monster mash. It is just, ooh, it just blends so well. It's like a it's like a well-aged wine that just pairs perfectly with with a nice fillet of tuna and a nice balsamic glaze with some sesame seeds. Mmm. Wow. Yeah, it's just like that. That feeling that you have right now, that's that's downer. Check him out on SoundCloud. His music is incredible. That's SoundCloud slash downer dash music.com and yeah i'm so excited for you to listen to the rest of this episode so we're jumping straight back in baby let's get back in this biz ben you're sitting there and your your legs have kind of gone back down to uh human size but they've ripped whatever pants you were wearing into very short shorts um <laughs> Uh, and you're sitting there with Mila and Silas. Um, and you, uh, Ben, you have no time to heal before the next fight. Uh, but whatever talking you and uh, Bill are going to do with these guys is going to be like as the next, as the um, ninja goes to starts to, preps to fight Penelope. So what do you guys say? What do you do? Keeper, I want to know how I can get them to answer honestly and truthfully to my questions that I want to ask them. Okay. So as a grifter, I can do that. You can just ask them honest and truthful questions, right? No, I can ask you how to manipulate them. Ah. You tell me how to manipulate them. You have to answer honestly, but not completely. Okay. Um, yeah, they seem like they would have no reason to lie. They... What the uh, what you kind of pick up from them is that they are uh, that they were kidnapped. Uh, that they are okay. victims that would not uh, that you do not you don't have to try hard to get them to be honest with you. You feel me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Can I get them some water so that at least they can hydrate? Yeah. Yeah. Grab them some water. Helping them out as best you can, being as kind to them will be will work out the best. Perfect. Cool. So you uh, you walk up and get them some water, some cups of water at the concession stand or whatever. And um, Ben, you can start talking. They're waking up. S Silas, Mila, what are you doing here? Uh, 
I don't know. I, I, uh, all of our accents kind of broke down. Oh, me lucky charms. I gotta find me lucky charms. Oh, chips ahoy. Mr. Strawberry Sniggles. Mr. Strawberry Sniggles? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We got, <laughs> we were, well, after you, after you saved Sanctum, we had, the barrier was down so we could actually listen, not listen, but so we could actually leave when we wanted to. Um, and explore the other areas. And the second we left there, a, a man in in darkness came, and he made us. He made us an offer. Said he would make us. He would. He had seen us fight before, and he wanted us to fight again. And uh, hoy! And Mila starts talking. Yeah, yeah. That's and we we formed up into. You know what? We actually never created a name for it. Uh. Captain Arms. We formed into Captain Arms. Oh and my we just, gosh. <laughs> and we just started... Oh Lord my is. goodness. But he is... He's so scary. This man has all the powers I've ever seen. He's just... He's a fucking monster. And that's... He laid us down and he put a sigil on our head. We didn't necessarily see it, but we felt him scratch something into our head. And then... And then and Bill, you've shown back up at this point with water. Thank you. And they down that water. They have not been fed or drank, given the right things. Oh. Given uh. given that note, here's some protein bars that I keep in my pocket at all time. Oh. Now this guy, you've got yourself a new. Oh, what's your name, friend? Bill. Hi, Bill. I'm uh, I'm Silas. Pleasure to meet you. You're a good man. You're a good man. Thank you for this. Uh, as we were just saying, yeah, we were, uh, there was a sigil marked into us, we were kidnapped and forced to fight for this, this monster chimera and, uh, and his partner. Mila, do you know what the sigil was? Hmm. It, uh, he, I, I, maybe, and, uh, do you, do you have something I can write it, I can mark it with or write it down with? Uh, yeah, Bill has some paper. Here. I also have a pen. I used to be a calligrapher. And she um she marks down what initially looks like a banana or the outline of a banana, uh, and then she starts marking in jagged and uneven teeth, and you realize that it is, uh, at least from what it appears to be, a massive grin. That's not good. A grin. Mila, Silas. Yes. 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 What do you guys know? <laughs> what do you guys know about the Ark? Until death do us part, reunited at the Ark. I... Nothing. Yeah, we don't really... We don't have a, a memory. The last thing we remember after that is... Well, f I guess falling on our faces inside of a uh, a mat and inside this high school gymnasium. Oi, sister, you lost your accent again. I'm sorry. It's not easy faking an accent. Can I can I give you a tip? Uh, Please. You should definitely go on YouTube and and watch um go on YouTube and watch BuzzFeed Ireland's videos of Irish people trying different alcoholic drinks. You oh will, my god! You will pick up an Irish accent very fast. <laughs> that sounds just, awesome. If I just watch something, I'll get it. But yeah, I shouldn't have made two Irish characters in the very beginning. <laughs> Um, f for no fucking reason. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, that's about that's about all you get. They don't recognize that at all. Um, but near you, Bill, and you can't quite tell, but um, the person in the mask, his ears kind of perk up. Uh, and we're gonna cut to the stage for a hot second. Uh, there's no time to heal for you, Ben, because it's gonna be right after this. Penelope's gonna get in the fight with you, and they want it to be as even as possible by letting you both be as injured as you are from the last one. Um, Great. The next fight starts. And Penelope uh, enters the arena. They meet to meet the Ninja Leo. They shake hands, and it's time to scuffle. It's scuffling times. I'm ready for a scuffle board. Uh, the referee is also a comedian on the side, and he's really <laughs> trying to see what reads with the audience before he goes and makes his type five. I just shake my head at the ref. Yes, Sloane, you can see even more darkness around him, just kind of like an aura around him. It's getting worse, and um. The fight begins. Uh, and feel free to interrupt me at any time uh, if you want to do something. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to go stand next to the masked guy. Did I notice him kind of like perk up when uh, Bill started talking? Not exactly. You're, unless you went over to back to that side, you were on the side with Kamara watching the uh, ninja. So you, you have a vantage point where you could have seen it, but um, it's hard to say. I'd like to go stand next to the mask guy. Okay. Yeah. So then, yeah, you notice his ears perk up. Yeah. So, um, and uh, so I just stand next to him, and without taking my eyes off of the fight in the ring, I quietly say, the river of eternity shines with the countless stars. He doesn't respond. And if he, so if he doesn't respond, I just walk away. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah. Uh, roll plus sharp, just real quick. This is kind of be this will be a, what D and D would call a perception check, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be a five. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you just you walk back. To, where are you walking to? Uh, I'm gonna be walking back over to the side, whatever side of the bleachers uh, is closest to Bill and the gang. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna be keeping an eye on the ninja the whole time. Got it. Oh, also, that's a level up. Oh, hell yeah. It's time. Uh, Sloane, um, you, you go and sit down and um, the fight, can we uh, can we let it happen a, a little bit into the fight? Or do you want it yeah. to happen? Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, okay, so the fight is going on. You sit down and you start watching it and uh, you see this ninja jumping all over as Penelope shoots shards of ice at it. Um, that keep redirecting and into this little tornado of ice shards, just constantly not going into the audience Whoa. at all. Yeah, just kind of surrounding him, and he's dodging every single one of them until, uh, for a hot second, he, uh, until he gets tired of it, and a burst of not quite flame, but definitely heat emanates off of him like a ripple effect and melts all of the ice into water uh, on the ground. Which she then tries to use surrounding him, trying to freeze him until he appears directly behind her. And not with a blade, but she he goes to uh, grab her by the neck. And she, without turning her head, just smiles and says, gotcha. And a third arm appears out of her back and grabs him by the neck. And here they oh. are grabbing each other by the neck. Whoa. Uh, and S- Sloane... Um, you you feel a presence next to you and you look and sitting there is Frank. 
And he's uh, he's in his all his good old static glory, his TV static glory. No one else seems to notice him, but he just leans over and he whispers in your ear, "Break it, tablet, and burn it in your hand, kid." Okay? And then he's gone as quick as he was there. All right. I hold my hand out, and uh, the tablet, um, the River of Stars tablet, appears in my hand, and I just crush it in my hand. And produce and uh, produce flames in the palm of my hand. All right. So, um, so for all the listeners out there on my level up mechanics wise, I took um, instead of uh, a stat improvement or taking another move, I decided to gain a lesser divine being as an ally. What? Um. So what this is going to do? This little action that that's just happened. Sloan doesn't know what's happening, but this is what he sees. And what he sees is that after he produces flames in his hand and the stone tablet mysteriously begins to burn away in these flames, uh, sort of a light appears above his hand and something tells him to hold his arm out. Just hold his arm straight out. And from the light produced by these flames, a very large white bird appears. It's almost like a, it's almost like a cross between a hawk and a peacock, but it's pure white, and it just lands on Sloane's arms. That's cool. Is this visible to everyone? Yeah. Technically, I don't know if I don't know whose head's gonna turn because this is a fairly magical arena and a hawk, and you just summoned your pet. And from a lot of the from like the spectators' eyes, but for uh, Ben, Bill, Milas, and uh, Milo and si- Mi- Mila, Mila, Mila and Mila. Silas, what do you guys? Mila, because it's the girl. I don't know why I keep yeah. What do you guys do? You, you guys see it? Yeah, this bright light. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it. I think it catches my eye and. I see that happen, and I'm like, uh, that's new. My jaw just drops. Uh, the fight is kind of, it's not, like, they, they both let go of each other's necks, and they're kind of looking into the audience. Are they looking at me? Yeah, now their eyes are on you. The ref isn't. The ref's, uh, writing jokes down. <laughs> Scuffling time. That's real good. <laughs> um, I'm going to kind of, like, turn my arm and face the phoenix towards the ninja and we're both just going to stare intently at the ninja and i just mouth the words don't the ninja is kind of spellbound by this and he's uh he's he's looking at you and she uh penelope seeing this moment of distraction uh goes for a fairly substantial uppercut on the ninja man, the Leo, uh, knocking his mask right off and revealing what looks like the contorted, damaged face of a demon that at least Sloane, you would recognize. Uh, yeah. Not the specific demon necessarily, but definitely that it is a demon. Uh, a demon. Yeah. Broken, like just broken, uh, rearranged facial features that do not quite fit the form of a human face. And 
Sloan, you this you don't know necessarily if this is happening or if it's about to happen, but a vision or a flash kind of shoots in front of your eyes and you see this demon burning the witch on stage alive in front of the entire gymnasium. Uh, and something tells you to act. Burning, burning who? Burning Penelope alive. Uh, Penelope the witch. I, I just, I throw my arm that has the phoenix on it. I kind of yep. like throw it so that the phoenix will take off in the direction, in that direction. And uh, I'm going to invoke angel wings and immediately appear behind Penelope. You've appeared behind Penelope and you've got to act quick before that referee notices whatever you're going to do. I'm just going to, I'm going to put a hand on her shoulder and I say, we need to go now. You're in danger. And uh, I'm going to try to invoke angel wings again. Roll. Boom. 11. Hell yeah. Where are you, where are you going? Or 12, 12, 12. Because of plus where are you one going? for weird. Yeah. Hell yeah, bad boy. Uh, I'm going straight to uh, Bill, Ben, Silas, and Mila. So you're just pulling them right to that part of the stage? Uh, you're, you're pulling them out of the stage into the bleachers. Uh, and is the Phoenix still flying at Leo? Yes. Okay. You know what? This this takes care of something really well. Um, the Phoenix of it's a pure. It's like white fire, right? Like white light. Yeah. Okay. So you've teleported her outside of the outside of the ring, um, and she's a little upset, thinking that she's gonna lose, but. She, uh, when she, you point her eyes back to the stage and she sees this demon explode in a small, in a small, like, whirlwind of flame and rage, just as a phoenix of pure white light bursts in through the walls of it and, um, throws talons into the chest of this demon and it, the phoenix's white light kind of, um, infects its way inside the demon spiraling it and crackling him down into shards that shatter onto the stage and the fire is gone whoa uh and there is a split second for penelope to end up back on top of the uh or back inside of the arena inside of the arena before the ref kind of wakes back up and checks in is like oh yay penelope won so, so do i need to use angel wings for her to get up there no, because you just teleported her to the uh, bleachers, which are not that far from the stage. So she can she can get there pretty quickly. Okay. Yeah, she can walk. She just walks up there real quick. Like we're not going to worry about that. That was too badass and too good of a role. I like it a lot. Yeah, um that was fantastic. That was fun. Uh so what effectively just happened? And Sloane, you would recognize this. Is she uh, your phoenix banished the demon back to hell? Yeah. Breaking its ties to the mortal world. Sloan's OP. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit OP. Better not nerf him. We're going to nerf him in the next update. Uh, oh, great. And, Those new patch notes. Uh, <laughs> and she appears back up there. The referee recognizes that the demon's not dead, that just that it was a demon and got banished. And, so, and he looks at his notes and he's like, oh, they even wrote demon in here. What considerate people. Um, <laughs> and she... and. They prep for the final fight. They just say, uh, that fight's done, donezo. And it's time to see Penelope face off against Ben. Good job, kids. Go get him, tiger. Is it starting, like, right now? Ben runs into the ring. (laughs) There's a brief second. Ben, you run in, but there's also a janitor there, like, sweeping off the shards of demon. (laughs) Uh, And you just kind of, like, pass him by gently. And you're ready for the fight. Can I take one of the shards? I think it'd be a cool souvenir. 
you can just you just go up to the janitor and uh, snag a shard. He doesn't like look at you or anything. Sweet. He just kind of keeps doing. He just keeps mumbling to himself. Sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> take the shard and just put it in my coat pocket. Ben, Pen- Ben, what do you want to do? You're in. You're now at the center of the stage. I assume with Penelope. Hey, we get to fight. Look. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Just, just like we said. Yeah, I'm not gonna go easy on you though. So watch out. Then Bill just yells, "Kick her ass!" <laughs> Sloane's just like, "Have fun, you two. and like winks at Ben. My favorite part is that Sloane, you have the, you already have the invitation to the Butterfly Arena. Like this is just for the hell of it at this point. You haven't told Ben, but yeah, no, yeah, I know. Okay, good man. I love it. I want to see. I'm I'm here for the slow burn romance. <laughs> <laughs> No, wait, I lied. No, kick his ass. Hey, listeners. Welcome to Monsters and Mean Guys, your favorite true romance podcast on this week. <laughs> Way better love story that than Twilight. A, that was a good on read, this Arnold. Week, ben and Penelope start a fiery fight. Let's see who ends up on top. Seems to be you're the one that's usually on top, so. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Arnold just started this podcast to seduce me. Um, <laughs> and it's working. Okay. Okay, kick his ass, Penelope. Penelope, Penelope kind of smiles and hops into her corner of the ring. And um, Ben, I assume you do yours. You guys have already, you guys shook hands right there. The ref's like, it's time for the grand finale, folks. The time you've all been waiting for. I know you've heard it before, but get ready to hear it again. It is the Scuffle in time. It's scuffle o'clock. Look at that. Check your talks. Check your watches. Tick tock. <laughs> and he's met with dead silence. And he just walks off stage. And he and you see him like mark something off in his journal. Um. <laughs> and Ben, what do you do? You can come at me first. Wow, how chivalrous of you. Wow, how dumb of you. Aww. <laughs> Thanks, she says, and she um, she gets down on one knee and puts her hand on the uh, the arena mat. What's that? What are you doing? Directly from underneath you, you feel two hands come out of the ground and pull you down. You are half submerged into the mat, so only your upper body is outside of the mat right now. Oh, jeez. Whoa, this is awesome. <laughs> How much stuff can you do? I'm pretty well-rounded. I don't know. What can you do? Uh, well, I, I usually have a knife that gives me some really cool powers, but um, I also can sometimes turn into a big monster, uh, but I'm still working on that. Oh, that's cool. Or, so you're saying that without the knife, you're you're useless? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me... Hold on. Let me get... Oh, man. I didn't know she could use burn no, magic. No, I beat the... I beat... I beat the, I beat my, I beat my friends. And so, you know, the forearmed one, I know them, but, but I beat them when they were bad, but they're good now. But anyways, uh, uh, the audience just starts booing, fight, fight, fight. Who's that at the door? And I point behind her. She looks, she just straight up looks. Yeah. I, I get up out of the hole and run at her and tackle her. You're going to need to roll Act Under Pressure to get out of that uh, hole. 
Oosh. That's an 11. So while she's distracted, you just leap out of the hole too quick for her uh, internal hands or magic to uh, to stop, and you're in front of her. And what did you want to do? Tackle her. Tackle her? Okay, roll, pl- roll kick some ass. Uh, and since you're on momentum, I'm going to give you a plus one. That's a 10. Plus one, 11. Uh, what is your effect? Uh, Force her where I want her, just on the ground. Okay. And you do. You tackle her onto the ground, and you have her... Are you, are you pinning her down, or are you just like knocking her down and standing over her? Yeah, pinning her down. And now, she, now she's looking at you. Well, that was a cheap shot. I learned that from an old friend of mine. Told you I wasn't going to go easy. Oh, oh, I thought we were going easy. That's my bad. And go ahead and take three harm as you feel what can only be described um, as a tree hitting you in the gut. Ooh. And you fly into the air and land on your back as... um. You see her hands turn back from massive wooden mallets into hands. Bill just cheers the hell out of that. Penelope. You just killed me. Are you dead? You just beat like, me. Like, are you at zero? I'm at are all you at of zero my, uh, harm? I'm at all of my harm boxes checked off. Yeah, so he's unconscious. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. You're, you're Right now, what's happening with you is you're on the ground. That was a hard hard hit you're kind of fading out and you see her walking to you and i'm not going to say you're entirely unconscious but you can't get back up um and someone you'll be healed super and she just comes up hey are you okay and then she says hey thanks for letting me win and then the ref comes up and announces that penelope wins as a as a young uh young woman about her age leaps on stage too and gives her a big old hug and then kisses her on the mouth and Ben, she, uh, while you're down, and after she's been announced to win, she gives, she pats you on the back a little bit and heals you for three harm, uh, and you're able to get back up, and stand, and you see, uh, and she introduces, hey, this is my girlfriend, Jarrett. God damn it! <laughs> there goes my hopes for a slow burn robot. <laughs> I I didn't let you win. You're you're really strong. And then Ben walks away. Bill jumps on stage and just helps Ben off stage because he's stumbling a little bit. Yeah, Sloan will walk over and Penelope runs up to the three of you. This is great. No, I love the th- I love both of you coming to help your buddy. Uh this is that's fucking awesome. Uh Penelope follows a little bit and says, Hey, this was this was really fun. Keep in touch. I can show you a little bit of what I do. Uh and Ben, she hands you a um, she hands you a piece of paper just with her phone number on it, um, and Ben, you you take an experience. Oh my gosh! High five, Ben. Hey, good fight out there, bud. Thanks. And then she goes back into the into into the arms of her lover, Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> so, am I gonna get my money back from this bet? <laughs> Oh yeah, how'd your bracket turn out? I definitely know I won the very final fight because I did vote against Bill. I mean Ben. What? I'm heartbroken. Yeah, I'm a little heartbroken too. I'm heartbroken for many reasons. <laughs> and yeah, you got most of the bracket correct. So let me see how many times you were right. Five times. You were right five times and you were wrong really twice. Hot 
Damn. Of every one you get right, you get one experience point. Every two you get wrong, you lose an experience point. If you get the whole bracket, you get an extra luck. Uh, you did not get the whole bracket, sadly, but you do get five experience points. Four. Four experience points. Thank you. Five correct and then two wrong loses one. Yeah. So, sick. Uh, congratulations. You got four. Go ahead and mark that because that's going to be important Done. when we get, whenever we get to the big event. Uh, do you guys anything you want to say to each other? Ben, you think you just let them down because you lost that last fight. I uh, I just kind of smack Ben on the sh- on the on the back. Oh, hey, it's okay, bud, because uh, we got some good press. And I just kind of flip the little card out in my fingers to show him. What we're in, but I lost. You didn't need to win. You just need. We just needed to get some attention. <laughs> awesome. I guess we did it. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Lynn. And the the card. Thank you. The card says uh, that the tournament will be held in a month. It actually has a countdown of days, which it looks like it is perpetually going to be counting down every time you look at it. And it has, it'll have a location on it. It has a location that has not been filled in yet, and there's one invitation. So you guys will, in about a month, you'll have to go to this official fight. Um, but is there anything else you want to do here? Do you guys want to say uh, anything to Silas Milo? Mila. Mi- Mila. Silas and Mila. Are you guys taking them with you? Like, is that going to be, are we going to have like a buddy comedy? Um, I'd like to ask them if they want to come, but uh, uh, if they don't want to come, I'm definitely going to give them something. No, we've got to get back to uh, uh, back to Sanctum. I'm sure Elizabeth needs us back. We didn't mean to be gone for this long at all. Uh, but thank you, and I do. Uh, I want I want to stay in touch with you guys. And uh, is there any way I can keep in contact, or is there anything else you want to say? Is there anything else we want to do? I give them uh. <laughs> I give him the phone number that uh, Penelope just gave me. And then I go, <laughs> I pull it back and I go, psych, I just got this number from a girl. You've been in a cave for a while, buddy. <laughs> Bill, do you have, a cell f- you have a cell phone, right? Yeah, I give them my calling card with my phone number on it and say, if you guys ever need help, if you're ever in any trouble or you find any more information, let me know. Um... And then uh, I'll uh, I'm gonna take out a little like just like a notepad from my pocket dimension, and uh, I'm gonna take a pen, and I'm just going to uh, I'm gonna draw the symbol of Asgaroth on it, and I'm gonna like inscribe some just like scribble some runes around the symbol, and I'm just gonna hand it to him, and uh, I'll say if uh, if ever you can't reach us by cell phone. Burn this, and you should be able to get a quick message to us. They they uh they both thank you, and they kind of hop on their way. Um, you guys uh you guys have gone to the top of the danger zone now, and you're on your way out the door. Uh, one of you has hit your watches, and Siri has actually come with a minivan to guy to bring those guys back to New England because it is such a long tri- trip, and you didn't want to give them a, put them on a taxi, and uh. Yeah, yeah, I love I love everything that happened in that moment. Uh and Christine, there's a honk from outside and uh she's in the mini she's in her own minivan and what I'm imagining is uh it's like she's picking uh, up kids from karate practice like all three of you are in geese that are too big for you <laughs> and you're all ready to go get some pizza and soda together oh, and uh you CCs. run into the minivan and she just <laughs> yes, I was literally just about to say CC. That's the perfect like after sports place to go 
<laughs> she says, hey, well, how'd it go? And you guys uh, hop on in. You guys, you, you chat all the way back about all the weird shit you dealt with, all the crazy things you did. The four of you uh, are in the car, and the mom talks about how Oliver's at home from school, uh, just doing some homework, uh, hoping to get some extra time with, um, well, she was hoping that she would get some extra time with you, Bill, today. Um, and uh, and you guys kind of feel like there's this sensation that you guys are becoming this odd little conglomeration of a family and the scene cuts back it's to uh the van uh your van pulling into the driveway and christine is already out of the car and heading into the house what do you guys do is there anything else you want to talk about before you head in um i want to talk to the guys just kind of privately about that masked guy yeah yeah and um with with now that christine's not around fellas i uh i kind of did a little identification test on that cloaked masked fella and uh i uh I, I got a bad feeling about him he's not one of mine i've never seen him before in my life what do you mean one of yours the i guess you could say deities that myself and maybe a few others follow i don't know i've only ran into one other follower true follower of the ashari but um we have sort of like a little phrase that we passed between us to see if uh, if we're true followers. And uh, he didn't know the second half of the phrase. So is he bad? I'm not sure. I'm uh, with that with that demon that was there. Uh, I just don't know. Bill, do you Bill, do you think he might be one of the uh, arcs? I've got a very good feeling about it. Have I told Ben about the arcs yet? No. I don't think you've had a chance. I can say I can assume that something like that happened in the car if you guys aren't callous about the arc or whatever their cult is. Uh real quick, Sloan, take an experience uh for following the orders of your uh of your god. Nice. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. When you defeated uh good old homeboy. Yeah, you, you get a sense that that was what he wanted you to purge. Um Cool. Yeah. Did you did you tell Ben in the car? Is it something you were callous about? Or we can say you told him now. We don't need to... I want to tell him now. I didn't want to tell Christine. I don't want any more worry between her and I. But I tell Ben. I also tell you, Sloane. Be on your guard. I feel like we're going to be... Wa- we're going to start being watched. Yeah, I have a confession to make, guys. Um, I might have blown my cover as to who I was uh, to intimidate someone. But I think, I think that's what got us the invitation. I'm not a hundred percent. Everyone, roll. Read a bad situation. Eleven. I got ten. I got a nine. Christine appears at the doorway and she says, "Are you guys coming?" And Ben, you, uh, you have this weird sensation. All of your senses, every hair in your body kind of goes on end. And you hear a, a ticking sound and you smell the faintest scent of uh, smoke, something you had only smelt in the presence of Clay Valentine. Sloane, you have this uh, this overarching sense that something is terribly, terribly wrong here. And Bill, you have a memory. You go back and you look at the text messages you received and you go to the first word of every sentence and it says, Bill, it's a trap. They, trap. they, they know. No. 
There's some letters thrown into the last text that don't belong that spell B B O M B. And the second you read that, there is a fiery explosion from inside the house. No!